Welcome to our podcast, Movies and Martinis. I'm Priya. And I'm Mercy, and we're reviewing trending movies and shows with two completely different perspectives and ranked by delicious martinis. Hmm. So how many martinis was it worth? Make sure you listen to find out. What's up, everyone? Welcome to our podcast. I'm Priya. And I'm Mercy. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. How are you, Priya? What's up? I went all polite today. I said, how are you? And said, oh, what's up? How oh, you doing? doing? You need a New Yorker. You need your I know, I New Yorker I know. voice. That's our, our tag thing. How you doing? How you doing? How are you? How are you doing? How's I'm okay. It's all right. Yeah? It's all right. It's all right. I, I. All right. All right. I got you. All right, so today we're talking about Puss in Boots. I think this is the first animation we've ever covered. Is this the first animation we've ever covered? I think so. I mean, we've definitely watched plenty of them and talked about them, but yeah, that we've done an episode on it. I think this is the first one worthy of that. <laughs> Just right? Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, Av- and... Avatar would have been sort of like, well, it's not really animation. It's it's for mostly a mastery in a in graphics and movies. I guess you could stuff. also call it somewhat animation. Yeah, somewhat animation. It, it could fall in there. It could fall in there. Yeah, yeah. but uh, but we didn't get to watch it because you haven't gone to the movie theaters. You haven't had a chance. I haven't. I know. It. I'm in. I've been in Tennessee for a while now, and just it wasn't playing in the movie theater by me, and I couldn't get to Knox or whatever. Long yeah. story, but. I will definitely watch it eventually. I mean, I've, I watched the first one. We, we wanted to talk about the second one. Yeah, yeah. So we'll uh, we'll eventually cover it, y'all. Yeah. I know it's like no. two months later. We'll eventually cover it. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Okay, put some boots. So, so before we even go there, I mm-hmm. just wanted to tell everybody, if you haven't watched it, there's a spoiler alert out. We're going to talk all about it. So maybe listen to us after you've watched it, if you have any intentions of watching it we do think you should watch <laughs> that's why it's been in the theaters for quite a while yep um so yeah just wanted to throw that spoiler alert out there priya okay so tell us what it's all about all right so puss in boots is its own franchise and it came from the shrek movies and shrek movies came out like early 2000s my kids watched them they love them so when puss in boots came out this movie particularly they we're like, mom, you have to see Puss in Boots. I mean, both mm. Ava and Jaden went to the movie theater with their friends separately. So you're the one you're talking about right now is yeah. the new one, which is The Last Wish. The Last Wish. I'm sorry, guys. Okay. So this is Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Right. So when they came out, when this came out, they're both like, oh, you have to see it. So they kept on bothering me. Go see it. Go see it. You know, and I finally saw it for our podcast. I mean, of course, this is what we do. So we're, uh, we're, we're like, we're obligated. Sacrificing. We sacrifice Sacrificing. to watch it. <laughs> and you know what? I was pleasantly surprised. Like, I didn't think it was going to be bad. You know, I love Shrek. You know, I thought Puss in Boots in Shrek was great. But this was actually better than I thought it was going to be. So let me, let me tell you the summary of this show. Do it. So when Puss, and I'm reading this off from IMDb. When Puss in Boots discovers that his passion for adventure has taken its toll and he has burned through eight of his nine lives, he launches an epic adventure, epic journey to restore them by fighting the mystical last wish. 
So on this journey, uh, sadly, Puss in Boots, the undaunted Spanish lover and hero, is now down to the last of his nine lives, a decade after the events of Puss in Boots from the original movie, 2011. And as if that weren't enough, the unstoppable bounty hunter known as the Big Bad Wolf is after him to restore all of his precious lives and escape in glorious fate. Puss must pluck up his courage to embark on a dangerous quest into the dark forest to find the legendary wishing star. However, Puss isn't the only one seeking the map to the magical star. As the daring outlaw puts his skills to good use to stay one step ahead of formidable adversaries determined to get their hands on it, a crucial question arises. Does he have what it takes to face his most skilled and terrifying opponent and get his life back on track? Wow, that mm. was a long summary, IMDb. That was. That was good. It was good. It was everything we needed to know. And so the wolf really is death, right? It's rep- yes. He represents death. Yeah, and he actually walks around with a sickle in the in the movie. Mm-hmm. Black uh, hooded outfit and everything. Yeah. And, so yeah, just to throw a little bit out there, if you haven't watched it, which I'm sure if you, maybe you watched the first one. I mean, it was really good too. But the movie, basically the main characters are Antonio Banderas, Sama Hayek, um, and then on and on and on. It has a lot of other great stars. But the main stars are Antonio and Sama, which were the original of the original movie, the original cast from the original movie. So it kind of continues, which is wonderful. And in this one, they have like their love story. She's actually, um, what is her name? It's Kitty Softpaws. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) That was it. So, you know, it's funny, Priya, because every single time we're at book club, my first question to everybody it's okay who's your favorite character so now i'm going to ask you when you watch the movie to you who's your favorite character i don't know okay so of course everybody loves puss kitty was great perito the little oh dog my god that they sort that's of adopted i think he was 100 to me that's the star of the entire movie <laughs> the little dog is it yes. come on with a little uh tongue syndrome and the little uh, belly all full of scars and his history and his outlook in life. Yeah. Outlook of life. Um, nameless. Um, yeah. Abuse. I mean, you go on and on and on. And he's that glue that keeps them together and that keeps them positive and focused. And it was just yeah. awesome. He he's was like just, my favorite character. He is so pure and innocent. And even when, so they have to use this map to find where they're going to the wishing star and the map changes for every person that holds it. And it cha- it morphs into different, like, you know, uh, t- topography, like mountains and forests, whatever is like, it adjusts the person's personality. So whenever Perito per- uses it, it's like these really like, you know, beautiful gentle- flowers and yeah. wonderful things. And he knows- And then you have to exactly- smell the roses. <laughs> yeah, it's like really cute things. Because yeah. it fits his very endearing personality. Whereas, like, you know, Puss in Boots is, like, rougher. Or Kitty Softpaws, like, her thing is rougher, too. So, But his is very, like, sweet and endearing. Yeah. So, and I think the whole movie and what it's all about is really being present and grateful for the things you have in front of you, right? Yeah. He's so terrified of, of losing who he was that he's not realizing what he has in front of him. 
Exactly. And so there's this entire goal with others who are experiencing the same thing, like Goldilocks with the three bears. She's looking for her family because she was lost in the woods and couldn't find her family. And now her family are the bears and she had a beautiful life as it is. And so they're all trying to get to the star to make a, a wish. Right. And that's like the last wish. And the last wish really pertains more to Puss in Boots because it's his last life. Yeah. Right. Where but nobody Goldilocks... knows that. Nobody knows that until the end. Like he doesn't share it with anybody until the end. Right. Right. So I think it's all about like the whole story is beautiful because it's about perspective. It's about gratefulness. It's about, you know, this evil journey really um, to get to something that you really never needed. Yeah. Um, you had, and you and had it all along, really. You had, you it, had it. And that's just so clear. And and I think we live that on a regular basis mm-hmm. so many times in, in life itself, right? When we're always looking for something better and something better and something better yeah. while we're sitting in something great. And yep. then, of course, you know, you look back and say, damn, I, I really had it all. And what did I do? So I think the movie brings that out, which is a beautiful message. I think it also brings out mental health mm. because of Perrito's uh, part of it being his goal was to be a therapy dog. Yeah, um, that was like his wish, right? Aww. To bring calmness and joy to other ones where yeah. Puss in Boots thinks you're crazy until he has an anxiety attack. And Perito okay. put his head can, there. Can I can I just say something about that moment? I thought so. Puss has an anxiety attack because he's scared he's going to die. And um, Perito, like a therapy dog would do, lays his head on Puss's lap and he calms down. And it's really this this scene lasts for a couple minutes. I have never seen a scene like that in a children's movie. Or I don't mm. know if this is PG-13 or whatever. So I've impactful. never seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it really like. So I was watching it with Ava. And she had seen it already. You know, I was watching it. And in that scene, she started to tear up. I don't know if she'd want me to mm-hmm. share that. <laughs> I'm sharing it now. <laughs> she started to tear up because she can, uh, she she has panic attacks. I have panic attacks sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people have them because things, you get triggered from stuff, right? That bring back Absolutely. thoughts and memories. It's a very real, raw thing to go through. Mm. And um, I was I was surprised and happy that they put a scene like that in the movie. Because, you know, everything's all like, oh, fairy tale, blah, blah, blah. You know, but, you know, kids these days face very real things. You know, they live Absolutely. in a 24-7 news cycle. They're always on social media. If they don't have a phone, their friends have a phone. They're always like, connected you know what i mean and if they're not on social media the parents are the parents are which is a a whole new thing yeah so they're inundated with things that we weren't inundated with when we were little and a lot of those things are not good and Mm -hmm. they're whether or not they they are aware of it they're absorbing and taking in what's going on around them in on the internet and news or whatever you know and so they ex- they are experiencing i mean there's so many kids that are in therapy there's so many kids that um that have uh conditions and disorders and all these things that 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 they're living through and growing through so i thought it was so 
good that they put that in there. Absolutely. It was just so many could identify with it. Yeah. So many identified with it. Right. Mm -hmm. Because nowadays you have pets and, and aside from the fact that they're family members now, um, we, I guess, never realized in the past how important they are to your mental health. Yeah. And so it's, and they're now our children. I thought it was beautiful. Pets are now our children. Yeah. Yeah. They are. And so, you know, talking about that, also the the love affair that is there between um, Kitty and Puss uh-huh. and how they've evolved and changed through the years. And they are different people now because they talk about when they were supposed to get married and he's asking for forgiveness because he never showed up to their wedding and yeah, left but, her at the altar. But she said she but never showed up. Out, she never showed up either. <laughs> Right. Yeah. So it shows yeah. that love can conquer all because after all this time, now they're in a different place and now yeah. they're different people, right? They've evolved and they've, they've gotten everything out of their system yeah. and now they can really have a relationship, which is heartbreaking to her that he can't see that mm-hmm. and what his wish is going to be because she finds out what he's going to wish for. Yeah. So Benito kind of brings everything into perspective. So that's, one of the reasons, you know, that he was my my favorite character. Uh, but I think the message in the movie was great. I have to tell you that one of the things that touched me the most was the music that they chose. So there's a whole soundtrack for it. But there's this particular song. Um, it's Spanish. So the whole movie is based in Spain. The actor, well, Antonio is from Spain. Sam is from Mexico. But it's all about Spain. And there's this old song I had heard back as a little girl that they put in. And it's such a powerful, powerful song. And there's just something about Spanish music, slow Spanish music, which we called boleros, uh-huh. um, that are so passionate oh. that you just can't seem to what, find. What I song mean, is this that you're talking about? So the song is called Por Que Te Vas, which oh. is Why Are You Leaving? Right. And they play it when she's kind of staying with Perrito and he's still like he kind of takes off on them to get to the to the star. Yeah. So the song is just absolutely beautiful in Spanish. But if you wanted to know what it was saying in English, it basically says, why are you leaving? We knitted so many memories together. Why are you leaving? After we fought through so many fears together. Why are you leaving when our love was so perfect? Why, when we had plans of making it till death do us part? Why? And it goes on and on. And it's just a question after a question after a question. But it's the the lady's voice. So the person that sings it is Gabby Moreno. And her voice is so deep and passionate. And really, all you hear is the Spanish guitar in the background. And when she sings it, you can just feel it. So... I'm going to challenge you, Priya, to go and listen to the song. And you can actually pull up the lyrics in English. Okay. And and read the lyrics. But while you're reading the lyrics, listen to her voice, how passionate it is. And I just thought it was such a perfect song because I could see that that's what Kitty's feeling. Yeah. And it's just so in tune with where they're at, right? Mm -hmm. They're in Spain and it's just beautiful. So I just wanted to include that because you know the music is a big part of how I feel with with movies and And you know what that's just like a hidden gem like people are not even like I that wasn't even don't even notice it right yeah 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 yeah. so 
I wanted to share that because I thought that was super cool. Oh, I love um, it. And yeah. So what, how many uh, martinis did you give it? I would definitely give it four martinis. I'm with you. I'm with four you. Martinis. It's not a five for me, um, but it wasn't a three. Yeah. You know, it was, it was it, a four. It was cute, but there was more than cute. So definitely mm-hmm. a four. Yeah. And I did love the message. It kept me engaged. I did watch it at the movie theater. I mind you, I was the only soul in that. Was that was so funny. Mercy theater. sent me a video yes. of the theater yes. completely empty. The only one. And this is the third time I go to the theater, uh-huh. to that theater in Tennessee. The third time I go in, the third time I'm the only person there. How are they making money? Uh, I have no clue. I have no clue. But I'm not questioning it. I got my popcorn and I'm good to go. That's such a weird feeling to be in the movie theater by yourself in the dark. Like, it's setting for a horror horror movie or something. I don't know. Don't say that. Don't say that. I'm going back on Friday. (laughs) Don't say that. What are you going to see on Friday? Magic Mike. (gasps) Okay. Okay. So, okay. Okay. So we need to do, we need to do a review of Magic Mike. Yeah, it comes okay. out. Well, okay. by the time you hear this, it might be already out. Yeah, they'll yeah, because this episode is airing later on. So, yeah, just know that we're going to cover it, whether it's good, bad, or ugly. We're going to yes, be covering it because oh my we're going God. to make another sacrifice for our listeners and go. So watch we're it. so sacrificing right now. But the, the trailer looks really good. The trailer looks really good. And FYI, Sama Hayek is the main character this time. She's oh. the main boss. It's all on woman power. So and respecting women it's and all connected. that. It's connected. It's connected. It all ties to together. Yes, 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 yes. So, I'm like doing a little dance. I see the mic. It's connected. I, know, I, see you. I see you. I see you dancing. So, yep. So, super psyched about that. You know how many martinis we gave it? We gave it four. We would love to know how many martinis you'd give it if you even watched it or if you're passing on it. Let us know. Thank you all for listening. Like, share, follow, tune in next week. (laughs) Yeah. All right, everybody. Have a great one. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.